It's been a while. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. It's been a while. Um, we're here today bringing some good movies. What are we talking about today, Chadley? What fake name did you give? Did you give a fake name today? No, I didn't. I didn't? Okay. Uh, <laughs> today, we're going to talk about some really fucking weird movies. We're going to talk about Hail, Caesar, uh, as well as Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1, fini- or, uh, continuing on that franchise. And then we're going to talk about a really interesting movie. This is the one you've been waiting for, baby. This is Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2. And who, boy, who boy, I got words. Hey, Mockingjay, bad title, first of all. <laughs> yeah, Mockingjay. It's not even, it's not even <laughs> clever. Not, not real. Not real. <laughs> not, not a real bird? Not a real... What, what I, is that? It's not why, real. Why couldn't they have just called it Mockingbird? Like, like, am I the only one who's like, hey, maybe just call it Mockingbird? Because that's, you know, the word that everybody knows. Or would, know. It, or would it be too close to uh, Harper Lee's uh, To Kill a Mockingbird? May she rest in peace. Rest in peace. Mm. Rest in peace. Yeah, absolutely. But the first movie we're going to talk about today... Is a weirdy. I know you just got got done finishing it, right? Uh, Hell Caesar. I finished it about four minutes ago. That oh, is four correct. minutes ago, very very recently. Uh, this is a movie uh, directed by the legendary Cohen brothers. We're also going to be doing our top five Cohen films in just a little while. So if you want to know we're what the best fans, one of those, we're big fans of the Cohen brothers. Yeah. This this will be good. Yeah, absolutely. I, I adore the Coen brothers. Pretty much everything they do is well, not everything, but it's all watchable. But you know, some are better than others. I mean, I mean, I would debate. I would debate that Intolerable Cruelty might might not be watchable. But no, it's 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 definitely it's definitely a movie. Yeah, I mean, you it's, can watch motion picture. George Clooney's in it. I think who's who's the girl? Is it Jennifer Love Hewitt? I, no, no, I don't think it's him. Catherine Zeta Jones. Catherine Zeta Jones, one of those three name or bad boys. Um, yeah, they they done, <laughs> they done a lot of good stuff. Uh, my number five, Intolerable Cruelty. No, I'm just fucking around. <laughs> my uh, number one, Intolerable Cruelty. <laughs> oh, my! All, all the entries on my list are just Intolerable Cruelty. Um, no, yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be an interesting week. Hail Caesar. Now, directed by the Coen Brothers. Let's look at the cast for a second because, yeah, yeah. God damn it, they're all good. It's all good. It's George Clooney. Uh, Channing Tatum, who I want to discuss a little bit later on, because I got I got some things to say about that Channing Tatum fella. Jonah Hill, I think, was just there because Channing Tatum, it, like every movie has to have Jonah Hill. If it's got <laughs> Channing Tatum now, I guess. I barely uh, even noticed Jonah Hill in it. That's why. Yeah, fucking contraction. Every line that Jonah Hill said in this movie is in the trailer, just so everybody is aware. <laughs> True. You got not, the... a, no, not a joke. Every single line. Hey man, those Cohen brothers really like Josh Brolin, hey? Oh, dude, they love the Josh Brolin. What else? What else they do with Josh Brolin? Um, True Grit. True Grit. Was that Josh Brolin? I thought that was. Uh, I thought that was Bridgie. Jeff Bridgie. Yeah, Bridges, Matt Damon, Josh Brolin. They're all in it. <laughs> I know. I knew Damon. I knew. I knew Bridgie. I didn't. I didn't, Was Brolin in there too? I haven't seen that movie since. Of course theater. he was. He's on the poster. It's He's three the giant poster. names on the poster. <laughs> it says. It says Damon Bridges, Brolin. True grit. That's the poster. It says five words. On it. <laughs> it does. It doesn't have people on it. It doesn't just have a picture words. on it. It's a it's wanted just... poster. <laughs> yeah, that's a classic poster, though. Of all the posters I've seen, that one's pretty good. It's good. Good mm. poster. Now these guys are obviously legendary writers as well. They've written some really good shit. Most of their own work, but they've also written like uh, *Bridge of Spies*, directed by Steven Spielberg, which we talked about last year. Um, fucking amazing movie. Uh, I feel like maybe. 
you know how like you know how like this this almost felt like whenever the Coen brothers do like a really big movie they go all out and then mm-hmm. between each big movie they do one that's like kind of shitty well, and like they usually they usually write one a year and then yeah also direct and write one yeah every two years yeah yeah and this one and like and every second one that they direct is really good and the other one is like fine like it's like it's you know you know what i mean like it's always fine like i feel that way about true grid as well like it's it's fine uh burn after reading also burn after reading like it's fine it's it's good i could go back and watch it and i could probably go back and watch hail caesar but i might not you know like i wouldn't be heartbroken if i didn't yeah you know i like uh the thing i like the most about um the coen brothers is they always kind of are on the edge of like fantastical and like a little whimsical and like dream sequences and stuff. This one is more grounded in reality. Yeah, absolutely. What I find strange about this one is if you really cut it down to really the bare bones concept, it's like the same idea as Fargo. It's like one guy paying paying other guys to fake kidnap somebody so he can get some money out of them. Like it's the same thing. Um, this is Fargo. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, fucking Fargo. Fargo is a uh, Fargo is amazing. Um, I'll tell you right now, though, it's the second best movie I've seen this year. <laughs> Hail Caesar, dude, yeah. it's up there, man. Like, it's definitely one of the better movies of the year. We called it. We called it early. Twenty sixteen is going to be the worst year for cinema, perhaps ever. Um, the only maybe... thing I think I'm like I'm looking forward to Star Wars, I guess, and what else? I want to see. I want to see Jungle Book. That comes out this week, and yeah, Jungle Book. I, I kind of want to see that. I'm a big fan of Bill Murray. Um, what else is good coming out this year? Uh, you know what? You know what? Like, call me crazy, but after seeing that latest Fantastic Beast trailer, I'm I'm kind of on board because I'm I like I really like Colin Farrell, so I'm kind of on board. Nah. <laughs> now, now you're still still for. Nah. You know what? If, if anything, like uh, we'll talk about this later with Trailer Trash, but I'm actually I'm actually kind of off board for for Star Wars after seeing the new trailer. I'm kind of off board, but well, uh, I think it looks cool. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it a little bit later um, with Trailer Trash. But Hail Caesar, it, yeah, it's one of the better movies of the year. Um, I think if we can get some, like, good indie stuff that happens, it might be an okay year, but that's the only thing that's going to save us at this point. I, I think the only thing that could save this is if Wes Anderson decided to pump out a flick. What like, if he just pops one off? <laughs> yeah, like, what if he pumps one out in six months? What the fuck? Like, he is making something right now, isn't he? I, I have no idea. He, might, year, he made a lot of money. Like, Grand Budapest did really, really well. So I think he's just sort of sitting on money right now. No, just, I like, bet he's of, making something. Doesn't, he's the kind of guy that's always making something. Doesn't he, like, own a weird restaurant in Italy or something? Like, I bet you just Ooh, working I there. would not be surprised. <laughs> he's just, like, working there as, like, the busboy or something, not telling anybody who he is, just working as the busboy. Yeah. They're in there. They're looking at the Grand Budapest Hotel posters, and they're like, man, that's a great movie. And he's like, he's just like, Fucking grabbing, grabbing their goddamn plates, just snickering his ass off. That's that's his whole day. Because he's weird looking. He looks like an Italian. And you know, I really thought that, like, after looking at the lineup, I knew this was going to be a bad year. But I really thought that having a Cohen flick, uh, especially one that's like with the trailers, that's the biggest problem with Hail Caesar. Is that the trailers made it look so? What's the word I'm looking for? Spectacular. Like it made it look so big. Yeah. yeah exactly. But. It, Instead of that, basically what we got was a series of funny but, like, totally unfocused vignettes. 
And like, mm. that's fine because a lot of them are funny specifically. Um, there's one scene uh, in, in specific that I was fucking rolling. And that's when, when Ray Fiennes is trying to, is trying to teach the guy <laughs> how to say, I don't remember what, what was, what was the, the, the phrase again? It was a, uh, what a detour, what, what a detour. So, yes. so yeah. simple. So, something like that. And that's like that's like really funny because he go he goes back and forth for like five minutes. It's barely yeah, even a, writing. There's a lot of good stuff in it because like because there's so many famous people in it. There's like a lot of little sketches like in between the main story, and yeah, and I, it's I, still good. It's Coen Brothers, so it's still good. It's just like the the dialogue is all superbly written, and there's yeah, no we're, we're you know nobody's surprised by that. The dialogue is amazing. Um. George Clooney, holy shit, dude! That guy is an actor. That dude is a fucking actor. <laughs> when he when he likes what he's doing, which this seems to be one of those times, he's yeah. so good. Every but time, then other he, times he's like just just the worst garbage. Just every time he works with with the Coen Brothers, he's like, "Fuck it, I'm going Hundo." You know, this is like the, it's, it's like his fucking seventh Coen film. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Hey man, intolerable cruelty isn't good. But Clooney goes hondo in it. Clooney goes pretty hard in it. It's really entertaining. <laughs> but like, I just felt like I, I just—it's so weird, especially because like coming right off the tails of like Inside Lewin Davis, which is such a focused movie, just to have such a like a scrambled, like almost kind so of a. Good. I want to watch that tonight. Yeah. Like that's what this made me want to watch. Yeah, Inside Lewin <laughs> Davis is—it's so good. It's such a focused movie, whereas this is just like scrambled. This felt like they puked their ideas onto a word processor and was like, "Fuck it, that's the movie." Yeah, but like call George Clooney that's the movie but that's like it kind of shows how talented they are even like a half-assed type of script still fucking one of the best movies that came out this year yeah, so ab far ab absolutely I'd say I'd say this is in the top five movies of 2016 so far because there's oh, holy fuck dude this has been a bad year I've only seen like four that have come out this year so it's like I've, my suits I've seen a fair amount of them but like like Maybe I'm just watching the bad ones, but they all seem bad. Like, it just yeah. seems like uh, bad. I, I know that last weekend uh, that new Melissa McCarthy joint um, dropped, and I feel like I feel like uh, we can call it there. I think we don't need to watch that. Yeah, I think well, we'll see if we're in dry season or not. But <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I, think, I'm, I will gladly skip that one. <laughs> or you know what? You know what I think we could probably Ghostbusters, do? watch Ghostbusters, but... Yeah, yeah, I'll watch Ghostbusters. You know what I think we could probably do with that new Melissa McCarthy movie? Is that when it's on video on demand or DVD or fucking whatever, and we're in dry season, we don't even need to watch it. I bet we could just just like pretend that we saw you it. Think we could wing it? <laughs> just wing it and be totally accurate. Um, yeah, it's just 2016 has just been such a such a bad year, and it, just looking at it's all the still movies. Early, okay, it's still early. I'll give you that. Yeah. But, okay, to put it in perspective, this week is the Calgary Film Underground Film Festival. And last year when I went to it, that's when I saw Ex Machina. And that was the only thing, uh, or that was the first thing that got onto my top 10. So about this time is when it starts to pick up. So from now till the end of the year, there might be something good. Yes, we can. We, can we, ought, we ought to just, we ought to just fucking because buckle the up. Three months, that's a fucking write-off. There's nothing good during well, that time ever. Cause like yeah, and like I do agree because in the first three months everybody wants to release their blockbusters in the summer except WB I guess. I guess. But like everybody wants to release their blockbuster in the summer, and everybody want wants to release their drama movies in the in the fall. 
So like the spring is is always kind of shitty. But like I don't know, does this one this one feels like spectacularly shitty? Like am I is it just me or is it just I'm noticing? Yeah, it feels bad. It feels bad this year. I don't know. Yeah, I just like it's just like every every day when I go into Rotten Tomatoes, just seeing like down the line, just like every movie is rotten. It's yeah, it's crazy. I like I haven't seen that maybe ever where it's been where it's just ten in a row rotten. It's 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 bizarre too because it's like ten in a row rotten and then like Zootopia's planted yes, in Zootopia's not just killing it. It's like <laughs> no way it's that good. No yeah. way it's that good. How no, dare I you? I haven't seen Zootopia yet. I've heard it's great. I've heard it's great, but like I'm sure it's fine. Be, I'm sure it's fine. I but bet you it's not big Come on, ninety eight. Yeah, I think I think people that? I think people might just be excited to not have a to, to like have a movie that's not fucking frozen or the minions at this point i think people I are pretty think about the minions that shit's terrorist <laughs> uh, dude that shit might have been might have been funded by donald trump cannot prove it but i have a theory it's probably um, a good one. yeah absolutely it is so like hail caesar i'd still say definitely check it out yeah like, especially if you're especially if you're a cohen's fan hail caesar it's, I yeah, think it, it works. I think it, it works. It's not. It's not their best work, but you know, it's it's probably in their top, top ten. seven. Yeah, like it, this movie. It just it eat it sleeps it breathes. Cohen Brothers. Now I do want to get really into the performances here. Scarlett Johansson is in this movie. You could have taken her part right out. Wouldn't have mattered. Um, well, uh, it's funny though. Yeah. Um, for the you know five minutes she's in it. Yeah, absolutely. Ray Fiennes, it's the same thing with him, but I wouldn't want you to take it out. Oh, how dare you? How dare you even think about taking Ray? Fuck, dude, that is that is so goddamn funny, um, that bit. And Ray Fiennes is so good. I like that Ray Fiennes is just, he's got, you know, his 007 and Harry Potter fuck you money, so he's just doing what whatever he wants. He reads the script, and if he thinks it's funny, he's like, yeah, I'll be in that. Um, you know, he's not he's not Leonardo DiCaprio baiting for awards. You know, like uh, that's what I really that's what I really liked about this movie. So are we but, gonna get a are we gonna get a Seth Rogen Leonardo DiCaprio movie coming up now or what? Oh, it's, oh, it's got to happen. It's one 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 Seth Rogen comedy, then he can retire. That's it. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need. Uh, now, this is one thing I mentioned earlier that I definitely do want to expand on a little bit, um, and that is Channing Tatum. Because Channing Tatum is the most confusing man on the planet. You look at you look at his filmography, like you're watching movies in 2007, and you're like, oh, dude, this fucking guy is in what? What's he in? Fucking a bunch of Nicholas Sparks movies. And step up. And then you look away for one second. You look back, and you're like, oh, dude, he's the best actor on the planet. How the he's fuck did he do that? Man of all time. How did he do that? How the <laughs> fuck did he do that? He is so unbelievably good, but also unbelievably versatile. It's it's insane what yeah, this like, man has done. Everything he's done in like the last four years, completely different roles. Yeah, he's he's this generation's McConaughey. Like honestly, <laughs> <laughs> he started off with garbage, and then all of a sudden he's the best actor on the planet. It's it's insane. I know we've talked about McConaughey before as like one of those guys that we've you completely complete we both completely turned around on that guy. You know, we you write oh, him dude. off, write him off as like a rom com guy. Then all of a sudden he's all of a sudden the greatest actor on the planet. Fucking yeah. Tatum did the same exact thing. He did the exact same thing, and I'm excited to see fucking Tatum uh, like accepting a best supporting actor Oscar. Cause like, dude, it's it's not far off. Like, really, yeah. I don't think it's far off for Channing Tatum. He is absolutely the first time I've seen uh, the Hateful Eight twice. First time I watched Hateful Eight, didn't know it was him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen I've seen it twice now too, and he's just. Fucking unbelievably good. 
he is unbelievably good. It is goddamn mesmerizing. So I got Hail Caesar. Yeah, Hail, yeah, Hail Caesar. This is a this is a great fucking movie. Honestly, this is. I mean, if if you like the Coen Brothers, you know, if you like if you like Fargo, it's the same shit as that. But uh, Channing similar to Fargo. Channing Tatum inexplicably sings and dance magnificently. I might add, <laughs> in the middle of the movie. It's really weird, but uh, it's also if you're into show business movies, which I know like I am, like I really like movies about show business. This one's, uh-huh. this one's, this one's got a lot of, of fun attached to it. Why don't we dive into our top uh, five Coen Brothers movies here? Top five Coen Brothers films. We might have the exact same list. I think. No, I don't think so. I think it might be pretty close though. I bet their top four is the same. <laughs> I, I bet you they're the same movies in different order. And I bet you our number one's the same. I can almost fucking hear it. What's your number five? My number five, I'm going to go with True Grit. Oh, True Grit. See, like, you and I discussed this earlier, but, like, they have four really good movies. They have four amazing movies, and the rest are pretty good. Yeah, the rest are pretty good, and... I had to decide which one what I felt was pretty good. Obviously, you went with True Grit. Um, I went with one that I liked because I watched it a lot as a kid. Uh, my number five is Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Ooh, I almost did that one. Almost yeah. did that one. Yeah, really good. Uh, obviously, <laughs> Soggy George Bottom Boys. <laughs> Soggy yeah. Bottom Boys. Like, it's the most. It's the most insane thing ever. That um, one's crazy. That one, like, because, like, we I, we talked about it a bit earlier, but it's like some of their movies, like, they're they're realistic, but then they have like some fun kind of fantasy in them like pretty much all of them have that like, well like that i can think of what i like about oh brother where art thou is the script structure is similar to that of like a modern music film and yeah. then like but like the setting and the dialogue is all like from the 1800s it's insane yeah. it's like that thing you do like it's it's fucking wild uh that's yeah, a good uh oh brother is a really good film if you haven't seen that one there's like the the, the clan the clan scene it's mm-hmm. one of like my favorite things. Oh, ever. that's, so, that's so funny. Um, uh, but but also True Grit. Um, yeah, I went with True Grit. Um, I haven't actually seen it since I saw it in theaters, but I remember really liking it in theaters. Yeah, and, I remember. Uh, I I saw it in theaters. Uh, the reason I sort of opted off of this one is because this was like sort of the beginning of a really shitty age for Jeff Bridges, where he realized that he yeah. didn't really have to say his lines to get the money, but. <laughs> Yeah, so the last like like have you ever seen Tron two? It's like him being like, we would never watch that. It's no good. They're making a third one. I can't fucking believe it. God bless that kid. That second one couldn't have even made money. Like, how the fuck are they? Why are they doing it? Why are they doing it? All right, so let's uh, let's start off with the order of their four greats. What's your number four? You know, I'm gonna go with uh, No Country for Old Men. No country four. for old men. That's an absolute classic. That's another Brolin, isn't it? Brolin yeah, I in that? It is. Yeah, that's a Brolin. That's a Brolin joint. Um, this was also the first time that the <laughs> that um, North America, or I guess America in general, um, was exposed to Javier Bardem. Ah, Bardem. I really like. I really like the story about this movie because Javier Bardem didn't speak speak a word of English like when he was filming this movie so they yeah. just had to tell him how to say english words he didn't even know what he was saying and yeah, yet it turns out it's good. yeah it's still perfect obviously he knows english now we've seen him 
he, he dude's been a Bond villain since then. One of the greatest Bond villains of all time, as far as oh, I'm concerned. Yeah, goddamn. What is Curtis? It's something, something silver. Is it? It's like Curtis. No, something not that. Maybe it's just silver. I don't know. I haven't seen it, that movie in so long. Oh, dude, I haven't seen that movie. I see that. I watched that movie. I got, got the poster right here behind me. Um, I watched that movie. I try to watch it every couple of months. It's uh, one of my favorites. Every couple of months? You want to <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. I fucking – you have no idea how much. I, I actually – hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you ready for this? That, there's my Skyfall poster. That's my uh-huh. other Skyfall poster. <laughs> <laughs> Actually true. It's actually true. I have two Skyfall posters in my fucking living room. I love, I love the goddamn flick. Uh, my number four. You can um, pull the you can pull the name Silva, but you watch Skyfall every two months. Okay. <laughs> uh, my number four. Um, this is the movie that introduced me to an amazing actor, Oscar Isaac. This is Inside Lewin Davis. Yeah. Uh, this is this is an absolutely unbelievable. I mentioned it earlier, but what I like about this movie is that the script is so goddamn focused and it's always moving forward. Like the action always seems to be taking you somewhere, and I really enjoy that. Even though it's never clear where it's taking you, and and I kind of like that. Like I do, I really enjoy that. Sure. That aspect of this movie. There's also who else is fucking Adam Driver in this movie? Driver. That that's that fucking Adam Timberlake. Driver scene. Yeah, Timberlake's in it. That scene where Adam Driver, Justin Timberlake, and Oscar Isaac are singing about space. One of my like favorites. Outer space. It's like it's like <laughs> the goofiest thing ever. I love it. So good. I love Inside Lewin Davis. Absolutely amazing. What's number your, three. Number three. We'll go with Fargo. Fargo. Official number three best song of all time. It might be Fargo. That's Fargo, baby. That's also my number three. Um... Fargo, I always I, I always like thinking about Fargo because uh, this is one a movie I, I really enjoyed when I was in high school. So much so much so that I believe at one point I forced you and another one of our friends to reenact a scene from it. Yeah, that was uh, a good that was a good reenactment. Yeah, we, we, we did we did uh, on fucking video and edited it up and that's a good reenactment. Um, our good buddy Lauxi was uh, was part of that. Oh, Lauxi loves it. Played the greasy mustache guy. I think I was Buscemi because I was real ugly in high school. <laughs> ugly. Yep, that was. Yeah, that that would be that would be the point. And we also and, and you were William H Macy. God bless. God bless. She's H Macy. God fucking bless. Oh, dude, I I love I, I love this movie because like everybody's good at it. This is another one of those movies where just fucking it's a stacked cast and everyone's yep. good. It's uh you know I hold it near and dear to my heart because it's it was my introduction to the Coen Brothers. And it's a goddamn good movie. So this is this movie confuses me too, though, in, in a couple of ways. And that is why does Steve Buscemi continue to do Adam Sandler movies? Yeah, Yo, you're pretty good, man. You don't gotta do Adam Sandler movies. Hey, bro, you're good. Yeah, don't gotta do that. I mean, it's yeah. fine if you're doing it for the money, but don't gotta do that. <laughs> it's like they're not friends, right? Like Steve Buscemi's like forty years older than him. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. It's insane. But, um, you know, I kind of enjoy Steve Buscemi's role in most Adam Sandler movies, uh, despite the fact that I don't like Adam Sandler in those movies. But, I, like, even wa- I haven't watched any of like his last eight besides The Ridiculous Six. Oh, dude, they're fucking, they're all bad. They're, they're like, Pickles, <laughs> P- Pixels is like up against Ridiculous Six. Like, shit's close, man. Like, yeah. It's uh, no good. You throw you throw Peter Dinklage in there, and you think it's gonna make Dink. it better, but it might it might have made it worse. 
<laughs> My number two inside Lewin Davis. Number two inside Lewin Davis. We did a swapsie on our twos and four. My number two, No Country for Old Men. Uh, absolutely love this film. Won the one Oscar for Best Picture. As far as as, as far as I'm aware, I think that might be the only Best Picture Oscar that the Coen Brothers have have ever won. Best Picture, um, yeah. I think. Yeah, they they have a kind of screen. Right. Which is a shame because they should have won for Inside Lewin Davis because other than that movie, yes. that year was trash. What won that year? Uh, what year did that even come out? 2013? I think it was The Artist. I think it was The Artist that won oh, was that, that year. Was The Artist year? I think it might have been The Artist. Oh, you know what? It might have been a year after The Artist. It was tw- yeah, it was a year after. Yeah. I don't know I don't know what won in 2013, but that was the 2013. Uh, American Sniper? I don't fucking remember this shit. I barely pay attention anymore. 2013... Oscars, um, taping it. it. Was it was it the Twelve Years a Slave? Could be. Let's see. Post tw- Seth MacFarlane. What Post- what happened yeah. at the Seth MacFarlane one? Do you remember? Uh, I remember he he did he did flight with sock puppets and a lot of people got offended, but it was actually pretty funny. Um, flight. Oh fuck! What else was nominated that year? Should um, I, I give you? It's, it was yeah, Argo. Yeah. That was the Argo year. Argo, okay. Inside Lewin Davis is better than Argo. Like, hey man, I like I like my good friend Benji just as much as the next guy. Benji Bat, Benji Bat, Bat Affleck. Um, I like Benji just as much as the next guy, but uh, whew, Oscar Isaac's better. Inside Lewin Davis definitely deserves. Oscar Isaac's the greatest man to ever live, as far as I'm concerned. Fuck, dude, he's so good. He's so good. <laughs> and I think I think it's unanimous. I think our number one. It's intolerable cruelty. Let's be real here. Intolerable cruelty. Uh, it's the Big Lebowski, the no. greatest movie ever made. Yeah, it's fucking. It's incredible. The greatest, maybe not the greatest movie ever made. Top ten material for sure, though. Um, <laughs> I'm calling it the greatest movie ever made. I don't give a fuck. This is there's no there's no rules on this show. This is not a binding contract. Fucking. My favorite John- movie of all time is is Freddy Got Fingered, though. So it's like. <laughs> oh, that's true. Probably you probably shouldn't trust my opinion. Yeah, I've heard that about you. I've heard that about you. You're a big fan of Freddy. I bet you you could do the whole movie Freddy Got Finger. If we had time, I would ask you to do the whole Freddy Got Finger. I'm backwards, man. I'm backwards, man. <laughs> I can walk as fast as you can. Daddy, I'm a farmer. I'm a farmer, Daddy. My hooves. My hooves. My hooves. <laughs> the, thing is, the thing is, is that Freddy Got Fingered, like, it's not a good movie, but, like, I'd be lying hey, if I didn't hey. say it was if I didn't think it was fucking hilarious. Like it's really bad. Hey, if it was really the worst movie ever made, why are we still quoting it in 2016? <laughs> like it's one of those ones that like very similar Critically to like panned as one of the worst movies of all time. I, I laugh mean, every single time. Watch a comedy in 2016. Don't even crack smile. <laughs> is that like it is very bad? Like it's unwatchably bad, but the jokes are just That's funny cool. enough. It was so far here. ahead of its time, dude. That shit's a, that shit's a meme. Yeah, they it's didn't a, even have memes in two thousand and four. It's a fucking full meme movie. It's insanity. You could take any of the scenes from that and find a meme to make out of it. Oh, Tom Green's so good. It's so yeah, good. I feel the same way about Road Trip, also starring Tom Green. It's like it's not that good of a movie, but I laugh always. <laughs> like I always find it very funny. Tom Green had a couple of years there, man. 
Yeah, just a legend. Yeah, he, legend. Was, he was on top of the world. Now I'm pretty sure he does like stand up comedy and coffee shops and you know things like that. Uh, he does the club circuit. Does the club <laughs> he doesn't circuit. do the theater. He doesn't do the theater circuit. He does the club uh, circuit. Oh, it's too bad. Because he was a famous man at one point. I wouldn't. He's not famous anymore, right? Not, not really. No, he barely talked about the Big Lebowski. This is a fucking amazing movie. Yes. Yeah, it's one of my. It is. It is one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah, absolutely. Um, John Goodman. Um, who's the other guy? Jeff Bridges. Um, John just, Turturro. John John Turturro, man. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Fame. We didn't even mention him, and he's in every. He's in every Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, fucking Barton Fink. Barton Fink with John Turturro. Barton Fink's awesome. Yeah, Barton Fink's good. Uh, I mistook it as a Woody Allen film last week. I don't know why, but for some reason I thought <laughs> fucking. Martin is Fink. he in Miller's to... Crossing too? He's in a lot of those movies. I, th- I think he might. I think he might have been in Miller's Crossing, but I can't say for sure. Um, yeah. Miller's Crossing's good. Have you ever seen that? That's like a gangster movie. Yeah, like a long time ago, like a, like a billion years ago. Uh, which it, it's like, I think I think I saw it, but yeah, you'd have to rewatch it to be sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then and then at that point, I might as well just fucking watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Once once I'm at that point. Um, who else is in this movie? There's there's other famous people I'm missing here. Oh, stop. The aforementioned Steve Buscemi. Yeah, Buscemi, of course. Shut, Shut the, the fuck, fuck up, up, Donnie. You're out of your element? <laughs> You're out of your element, Donnie. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Yeah, one of my favorite parts is when John Goodman gets all upset and he pulls the gun out. And then they're like in the parking lot. And like like Jeff Bridges is freaking out about the fact that he took a gun out. And he's just like, and John Goodman's like, dude, I'm calm. I'm calm, dude. I'm calmer than you are, man. I'm calm right now. I'm calmer than you are, man. <laughs> that one part when he throws the Uzi out the window. Oh, dude, it's so fucking funny. It's uh, so, I, I, I should rewatch that movie. I haven't seen it in a few years. It's so good. Yeah, I got the Blu-ray. I got the blue, bitch. And then, of course, the classic Saddam passing the shoes. I might make. I might make Saddam passing shoes my fucking Facebook uh, cover photo. Yeah. Today, I'm, Saddam passing shoes is a fucking brilliant joke. <laughs> <laughs> So we've been watching these Harry Potter movies, and we finally got to the really bad one. So let's talk about this one. Yeah. Harry, po- Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. Part 1 of 2. Part 1 hey, of 2. None of that. Don't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah sure. let's, talk, let's talk about that first, because uh, we're going to be talking about Hunger Games, and I'm sure it'll come up again. But w- stop taking fucking full, like, complete narratives and then chopping them into, like, half narratives and make calling it two movies. That's not well, how you... Here's the main problem with how... Like, I get why they would do something like that, yeah. but they keep doing it wrong. Yes. They keep doing it wrong. I Like, <laughs> they, I, the, I understand that the idea behind it is that they want to get as much of the content out of the book into the film, but they're still missing, like, the pivotal content. Like, well, take, they're keeping... Take, uh, the first hunger games part one for example first you 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 calculated it it's like the first 30 pages or whatever is yeah, that yeah, first movie yeah, I don't, I don't hey, know that's wrong you did close. it wrong yeah okay it doesn't gonna, matter but like <laughs> it's like shit's close though it's like it's like maybe 50 maybe 50 but like it's a very little of the book because the book's 300 pages already we'll talk about hunger games but like Deathly Hallows, it, this was the first time this happened, and while I do agree with it happening here, because Deathly Hallows is a pretty big book with a lot with a lot of content that they just try to cram into you real quick. Yeah, well, I mean, it's Deathly Hallows itself as a book is a rushed mess anyway, so 
it makes sense that you would cut it in half to get all of that content. But the problem is you put the part where they run through the forest for two hours in this one. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Like here's, here's how, what I honestly believe about this movie. And I'm like, to be fair, watching it back this time, there like more happened in it than I remember. Um, and it well, was the, better the, than I when they, infilt- when they infiltrate the Ministry of Magic, that part's great. I really yeah, like that part. That's good stuff. And then like the part where they go and fight like Draco Malfoy and like Lucius yeah. Malfoy. Like right uh, at the end, at, at Tim Burton's house. Yeah, that's pretty uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, that was one thing I was gonna bring up. Nobody that's Tim lives, Burton's house, hundred percent. Nobody lives in a house like that. Nobody fucking lives in a. Why were they there? What was that? What it's, was uh, that? fucking uh, Bellatrix's house? I guess. No, it's well, it's the Mal, it's the Malfoy Manor. It's it's the fucking. Oh, that's the Malfoy, Malfoy. house. Okay. Well, like even if you are inherently evil, you're not gonna like. <laughs> you're not gonna live in that. Yeah, you're not gonna buy a house like that. <laughs> like you might as well have just been like, hey, I'm looking for houses for people who are hey, clearly. Hey, I need a place with a lot of dungeons in it. <laughs> yeah, it had a dungeon. It had Tons a dungeon. And it didn't Huge even look dungeon. like it didn't even look like an old castle. It looked like a pretty new house built to look like that in the middle of the forest. In the middle of the fucking forest. I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. That's so <laughs> stupid. That cool, part though. that part had me boiling that. No, I didn't I didn't even think it was that cool. I didn't think I thought it, <laughs> I just I just cool. saw it, it was like, oh, we're doing this whole gothic Tim Burton fucking um Oh, what what did I call? Oh, uh, like American horror story. Like it's all the same shit now. It's just like it's just all just this gothic garbage that I don't care about. And that's another thing too. I know a lot of people really like Helena Bonham Carter. I get that. But I'm done with it. Like I'm really done with it. And she was especially bad in this movie because she didn't ever deliver any lines. Like that's the shocking thing. Um, about Helen Bonham Carter is that every line she said, she just she just like put like leaned her head forward and whispered her line. Me and this girl are gonna have a talk, girl to girl. And it's like, okay, okay, maybe try that again. But like, like Jeff remembers all the lines. I I watched this like two weeks ago. I don't remember a thing about it. Well, I've, I've the seen sword them. out of the water. What the fuck is that? Could you explain yeah. that to me? When yeah, he gets that, the sword out of the that's water. It's like, hey, if you're gonna expand the movie to two movies, the part where he gets the sword out of the water, that's really well explained in the books. And while it's kind of explained in the movies, not really. Maybe that's the part you should have kept in. That's okay. That's my one of my big problems with the Harry Potter Deathly Hollows uh, movies is they expect you to remember like a lot of stuff from the books. Like the 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 other ones, they hold your hand through it, you know. They explain everything. This one doesn't explain anything. No, and like I'm, I'm jumping ahead here for, uh, for yeah, a second. I read the book 15 years ago. I don't fucking remember anything about it. I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, like, and I'm jumping. I, I want to jump ahead for just a second here, just because I want to make a point that uh, is in tangent with what you're saying as well. Is that in at the very beginning of Deathly Hallows Part Two, they meet Albus Dumbledore's brother, and they explain he's his brother, and then he's like. Oh, if you thought you knew Dumbledore so well, did he ever mention my name? And then he points at this painting. Is like, did he ever mention hers? And it's like, no. And you know who else didn't mention her name? The screenwriters. The fucking like, the film <laughs> series. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. And like from there on, they drop it. But that was really important in the books. It was important for you to know that Dumbledore accidentally killed his sister because it yeah. sort of 
they don't even makes... mention it in the yeah. movies. No, they don't. They don't because it makes you realize Dumbledore, well, you know, you know, pretty wise dude, kind of an asshole. Kind of a prick. I just happen to remember that detail, but if you've never read the books, okay. That's yeah, like, like that that first 15 minutes. What are you I, getting out of that? I understand essentially the movies are for like are sort of like for people who are big fans of the books, but like if you're not a big fan of the books, shouldn't okay. If you're making a movie adaption, it has okay. to be for everyone. Yeah, you can't you can't make it pivotal that you read the books. It's stupid. It doesn't make it's sense. It's okay if it's different. That's fine. But you gotta explain stuff. But like, I do feel like I do feel like uh, with the book, J.K. Rowling, like she wanted to finish it in seven books because she said from the beginning seven books. Um, mm-hmm. And so in this last book, it did feel like she was cramming a lot of like kind of useless information um, into the book, just like really trying to, you know, envelop you in the lore. But at that point, it's kind of too late, you know, like it, it was sort of a last ditch effort to turn what was a fun kid story into a universe. And, yeah. and I think the movies did it a little bit better, like creating the universe. Yeah, 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 they and, did. And that's why I kind of like this this first De- Deathly Hallows. Is there is some good shit in this first Deathly Hallows shit because it does. It's not all horrible. It's just not one of the. It's just not like the best one. Yeah. Um. There's a few things I I do want to talk about too, but like uh, Bill Nye, get that guy in more shit. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> why? why isn't that motherfucker and everything? He's not even in it that long. Yeah, I know. Like... He's got like thirty lines. It's like, hey, give him more lines. Hey, why wasn't this dude in all of these movies? Well, and like, and so like, good. here's here's another thing too that I noticed, and this happened twice in this movie. Is at the very beginning, uh, our boy Donald Gleason enters the scene. God bless the man. Uh, fucking Donald Gleason as uh, the oldest Weasley, and he goes with uh, Brendan Gleason's character, Mad Eye Moody. Um, and then, you know, they come back from this big escapade of transferring Harry from one place to the next place, and then Donald Gleason walks in. He has this really serious look, and he's like. Mad Eyes dead, and it's like okay, but like this is a movie, so maybe you know you could have instead of just having Donald Gleason just like say Mad Eyes dead, probably could have showed me that. Hey, that shit's two and a half hours long. <laughs> Do a ten second fucking flashback. Yeah, fuck. And then they did it again, like ten minutes later when they're at the wedding, and it's like the, the minister goes. of yeah, the wedding is fucking bullshit. Like that's the dumbest scene ever. Yeah. It's just, it's exposition. It's just exposition for the sake of exposition. It's like Harry going and talking to old people for like 15 minutes. And it's like, all righty. All righty. And then they forcefully. Very realistic though. That's what I do at weddings. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It's true. I go and talk to, you know, I get super drunk with old people because old people are the only ones who want to get fucking wasted at a wedding apparently. (laughs) It's like me and four old dudes that want to get fucking just blitzed at every wedding. But like, yeah, then they're at the wedding and that big orb comes in, which by the way, it's explain the orb, you know, maybe hey, what's explain. that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what the fuck is that thing? Um, but the orb comes in and it's like the minister of magic is dead. They've seized the ministry uh, or death eaters have seized the ministry. And it's like, that sounds like cool action. Like <laughs> them taking the ministry. Like why the fuck did they show me them breaking a bridge in London earlier? Why did I need to see that? You know, you know what's yeah. crazy? The the part part one is way longer than part two, it's and insane. so much less happens. Yeah, I honestly feel like what they should have done. Honestly, what they should have done, because like 
obviously the, the, the last Harry Potter movie, if it was two hours and 40 minutes, I don't think they would have lost sales. You know, I don't you think people made that shit three hours. Who cares? Yeah, you take this movie, condense it into 40 minutes, which you easily could have done, and then just tack it on to the beginning of the next one. Because, like, the fucking, like, again, I don't want to hop forward too much, but the next one starts with a fucking last time on, and it's like, are you serious? <laughs> like, this is a movie. Hey, like, this movie, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's like, they, they, they show you the last scene of the fucking last movie, and it's like, oh, ah, oh no, no, don't I, like, do that. When I watched them, I had to watch them just back to back because it's like it's one movie basically. Yeah, that's, that's what I did as well. I just I, I watched the first one and then I looked at my clock and I was like, ah, I still got three hours before I gotta go work. I was well watch the next one. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're they're meant to be watched together. Yeah, because it's one movie. Like it really is one movie. Um, like I said, it's one narrative that they broke into two. So instead of one narrative, we have two somewhat clunky narratives like two two incomplete narratives and that sucks like it, it does it, it, spend, spend less time of, of uh fucking uh you know like ron and hermione and harry all trying to bang in this one <laughs> yeah there's like oh i i do want to defend this one scene for a second here although i do think it's somewhat unnecessary there's a really brilliant scene in this movie where where ron and or uh, or harry and hermione are on their own and then they just kind of start dancing just because, like, and I know why that's in there. Because the rest of the movie is so grim. And people mm -hmm. are taking their kids to this shit, right? You can't just take a kid, a kid to a movie and just, like, people are being murdered the whole way through and nothing <laughs> fun happens, right? Uh -huh. But then there's also this scene where they go to Godric's Hollow. And, like, with Hogwarts and, like... Oh, my and, like, God. We didn't even mention this yet. Holy yeah, shit. fuck. Um, but, like, with Hogwarts and, like... The, the the train and shit they make it pretty clear that it's hidden from the real world but yeah. like how you hide a place like that like that's just a town how do they I hide think, it? bro that's a town that's like no you know what that's like that's like when you, you see in horror movies and there's like that one weird town like that's what yeah. that's like yeah except like i feel like you can't just name a town godric's hollow and nobody's gonna be like mm, maybe wizards there you know like what if people pass through like yeah people like what through, if people right? it's like there's other towns yeah. around it it's, it's insane but like here's another thing too is that like uh, i in this universe because these movies take place between i believe it's 1991 to 1999 um yeah something. why the why in god's name just because you're magic why do you like totally bypass the concept of technology like here we have the muggles. <laughs> Nobody has a smartphone. <laughs> yeah, here we have the muggles who are coming up with these, like the fucking like Nintendo sixty four, and like they got color TV and shit. Like fucking here we are in in the in the wizarding yeah, world, in the wizarding world where everything is supposed to be superior, and yet like we're building houses out of brick and like using fireplaces to keep warm and like and like fucking living in hey. gothic castles. It's like why. How come fucking Ron Weasley doesn't play an N64 in any of these movies? <laughs> yeah, god damn it, dude. Fucking even dude. when even when Harry's at like fucking uh the the parents' house, there's no fucking Nintendo's there. Yeah, no, there's nothing. They have there's a TV though. They do have a TV. They do have a TV in that house, and I know there is a scene uh, right at the beginning of this movie that we're talking about, Deathly Hallows Part One, where Hermione's parents are watching the TV. 
Mm-hmm. And like that's actually a scene I really like because it just sort of sets the mood for the entire movie. There, the other there, there's there's three scenes right at the beginning before we get the words and like one with Ron, one with Hermione, and one with uh, Harry. Oh. And I don't remember the other two just because like Hermione's is so powerful that like yeah. I think I think Ron, Harry's is just him looking out a window and then Uncle Vernon's like we're getting the fuck out of here. It's like <laughs> yeah, they get in their Subaru Outback or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. I kind of, I, I wish they hadn't condensed that part of the book uh, a lot too, just because like there was sort of like an admiration there between the Dursleys and Harry that never existed in any of the books because yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, you're saving our ass. Like, holy shit, like, you know, please don't murder us type thing. Um, thanks for, thanks for putting us in a safe place. But like, they totally just took that out and like had Uncle Vernon just like putting his fucking bags into a Subaru, giving like, giving like this stinky <laughs> look to Harry, like... Okay, hey, so is is the is the lady that turns into a snake monster in this one? <laughs> yes, yes. Hey, what the fuck? I must not have been paying attention because all of a sudden it turned into a snake, and I'm like, I don't remember this at all. That's fucking well, the terrifying. Snake, the, the snake is Nagini, right? I um, know that. I know that. But, but like, like I mean, here's here's the confusing part: is that if Nagini is one of Voldemort's Horcruxes, the most important thing in the world to him, and if it dies, he may die. Why send it directly to the guy trying to kill him? What <laughs> like, what could you possibly have gained from that? And the know. snake like did a bad job, man. Like it did a horrible job. It turned into a snake. Why not, why not send a fucking real ass Death Eater with some polyjuice potion? Like, there's so much more you could have done here. Like, like, like it just it doesn't seem logical. <laughs> it needs a jump scare that needs to be like, holy fuck, it's a snake. What? Yeah, but there's also like like it's not even really a jump scare because it's just like a lady looking weird, and then it cuts back to Harry, and then it cuts back to the lady, and her head's gone, and it's just like the snake falling through her clothes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hey, I, hey, you can. It's all special effects. You can make a head turn into a snake. Don't have to cut away. Especially with the fucking two hundred and fifty million dollar budget you had on this bitch, motherfucker. Anyway, we'll talk more about Harry Potter in the next episode because it's yeah. part two. It's part two, and we're doing the top five best Potter flicks. Oh so. yeah, I don't even know what my top five is. Yes. Oh, I've already, I've already got it ready, raring to go. Um, so let's talk about our last movie of the day. Oh man, I'm real mad about this one. I'm real mad. Look, movies have been making me real mad lately, but this is one of yeah, the. Yeah, dude, I don't even like movies anymore. <laughs> yeah, like. I'm like, I'm almost wondering if we should dissolve the podcast because this is just torture. <laughs> this, right? Can we just um, talk about like Orson Welles, Orson Welles films? Yeah, fuck it. Like, we'll just go to IMDb and just do the the, the top 100, and then just do two of those. Oh, those are all fucking shitty though. Nah, I mean, fucking the Dark I mean, Knight's not the third best movie of all time. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, I mean, like maybe not that good, but hey, Dark Knight's pretty good, dude. Dark Knight's pretty good. Well, we'll talk about that more when we hit episode 100 and we do our top Dude, don't make episodes. me go 40 minutes on why the IMDb top 250 is bullshit. <laughs> don't make me do it. Although I do believe that, like, Interstellar doesn't deserve to be there. And I think it's, it's like, really high up. Oh, you mean Interstellar at 26? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Every Dude, Christopher was... Nolan movie is on that list, Chad. Please. Yeah, and they're all in, like, the top 22. Like, it's insane. They're in the top 40. Yeah, a lot, a lot of fucking Christopher Nolan. IMDb must be a big fan. Must hey, be a fan. Christopher Nolan's fine. 
But like, <laughs> hey, fucking all of his movies aren't in the top 250 movies of all time. Yeah, there, there's a lot of Disney you in there one. Too. You pick one. <laughs> I'll take Inception. The rest of you can take Dark Knight. I'll take Inception, and you know what? You might be able to get away with Memento. Maybe. Maybe. But if, maybe, you, put, if, you, put Prest- if you put the Prestige on another top 50 list, I'm going to fucking murder somebody. Hey, you all seen the Prestige? <laughs> good. It's not that good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't think I'd put the Prestige in my top 250. Like, I wouldn't put a top 500, probably. <laughs> yeah, hey, there's a lot of movies out there. Yeah, fuck, dude. I might I might put on like joke 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 movies before I put on prestige. Like I'm gonna put fucking like Vampire's Kiss ironically before I put on that shit. Dude, I'm gonna put the gray. Got... Oh dude, the gray's in my top ten. <laughs> gray's <laughs> in my top one, baby. You guys are gonna love our hundredth uh, episode where we recap our fifty best films. Because I'll tell you what, Freddy got fingers in there. Yeah. Oh, Freddy got fingers to be there, and uh, we'll be drinking too, so that's gonna make it even more fun. Oh yeah. Let's get fucking, let's get silly wasted. Um, what are we talking about? Right. Hunger, Hunger Games. Games part I was just, two, I was just trying to, not a real bird. It was just trying to, I was just trying to push right past it. Cause like, I'm not interested in talking about this movie that much. It's so um, boring, dude. It's so boring. Holy shit. Like, Hey, has there that, ever been a duller conclusion to anything? No, I can't. I can't fucking believe Here, Here's, here's what I, I've been saying about this movie. And this is honestly what I believe. And I believe this about the book too, because I read all the books when they came out, and I was just as pissed off. I've never read a page. Never read a page of this. Never shit. read a page. That's fine. Um, basically, it feels like they showed the first three movies to a girl who was maybe six, maybe six, okay. and then they turned to the little girl <laughs> and they went. Going with this? And then they turned to the little girl and said, "Okay, little girl, now you've seen the first three movies. How do you think it ends? How would you like it to end?" And she goes, well, I would like if Peter snapped out of brain thing because of love and then him and Katniss have babies. And then they're like, oh, I mean, that's, we got it. She said, Pretty that's close. what we got to do. Yeah, we got, that's what well, we got to do. What about, uh, what about uh, General Snow or whatever his name is? Yeah. yeah. She doesn't kill him. Yeah, no. Although, although his death scene is pretty good when he just gets stomped to death. That's <laughs> that, like, that's one of the scenes. I'll fucking, I'll fucking forgive. But you know what I will not forgive? And, like, I know there was no real sidestepping this, but, like, there's so many scenes in this movie where it's so obvious that Philip Seymour Hoffman was supposed to be oh, in it. Oh, I know. Like, Ugh. there's that scene where Woody Harrelson comes in and he's like, oh, I have a letter from Philip Seymour Hoffman that I'm now going to read to you. And it's like, <laughs> oh, God damn it, that sucks. That's there, what actually probably why uh i hated this so much is because it reminded me that philip seymour hoffman died. <laughs> yeah yeah it really did it's a, and like basically the whole movie they're just like they're just like oh yeah no i was just talking to philip seymour hoffman who's definitely still alive you He's know like, for sure alive. god <laughs> fucking damn it dude and like all the good characters are gone at this point right like fucking sinners yeah fucking lenny kravitz is gone woody harrelson's not really in it Elizabeth Banks barely. Stanley Tucci had like two yeah. lines. Where's the Tooch? Give me more Tooch. I don't even care if it's not in the book. Tooch is right in, right in like the Tooch joins the rebellion. See, I don't care at this point. Like, the first two I kind of like because they're like they're fun. They're like a game show. The Tooch is there. Elizabeth yeah. Banks. Yeah, fun. He's, he's commentating with Toby Jones. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're commentating. These last two, uh, how many has there been? Is there four. Been four? Four. 
He's last. Uh, for sure, nothing happens in them. No, and, absolutely. Oh, hey, zombies? Why are there zombies in this shit? I also, like, it's just, it's so annoying, too, that, like, they spend the whole movie trying to get through this city, and then they get, like, five feet away from the house before someone's like, oh, by the way, war's over. You don't, guys don't gotta worry about it. That's like, oh, what? Why the fuck did that happen? <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah, I'm sorry. I just sorry. watched this shit for an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> Longer than that. This bitch was two and a half hours. Yeah, I guess it would have been. I guess yeah. it would have been longer than that. And, like, they just sort of, like, they gave her this crew in this movie that you're supposed to give a shit about. But, like... Dude, I fell asleep so many times yeah. in this <laughs> fucking movie. Because, <laughs> like, her crew are all boring. I couldn't tell you a single thing about any of them. It's, it's all just, like, so for, like so forgettable. It's... Um, it's I don't... I, I only like, know that Natalie Dormer was in there because, like, I'm just... I was just watching Game of Thrones before I watched this movie, and I was like, "Ah, that that girl." It's just it's so generic, like. Yeah, it like it doesn't. It's, um, it's I not know, as generic as the other one, uh, detergent insurgent detergent. <laughs> detergent. Uh, well, here's the problem: is that like detergent, like the first the first Hunger Games. If you put that in a line next to Divergent and Maze Runner, I'd be able to be like, yeah, that that's Hunger Games. Yeah, that's Hunger Games is fucking Hunger Games. The first two I, I like. I like I don't I don't know if you've seen I know you haven't seen the second Divergent and I don't think you've seen the second I've seen the second insert I've seen Insurgent. Uh, Insurgent? No. Yeah Insurgent. You've seen Insurgent? Yeah. Yeah uh, I haven't not. seen the second Maze Runner. But like if you put Insurgent next to like Maze Runner Scorch Trials, which by the way is fucking garbage. I know we haven't talked about it yet, but like we probably will never get to it. But it's fucking, we're not gonna get, yeah, we're not, that one. we're not getting to it. It's fucking garbage. Just be aware of that. Uh, you put Scorch Trials next to Insurgent, next to uh, like Hunger Games Mocking J Part 2, and I might be like, you know what? That's, that's a head scratcher. I don't know. Which, yeah, which is the one that had the fucking girl from the, the fucking Descendants? I don't know. I, it, it does. It all just blends into itself at this point. Yeah. And they, and they made a new one. They made a new fucking one. It's called the Fifth Wave, and it's the same fucking thing. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the goddamn <laughs> same fucking thing, and like all the like. But people are watching them, right? Like. Yeah, I guess. My, well, my girlfriend, she's um, she's got friends who have like uh, they're not very very nice girls. She's got she's got friends who are all very nice girls, but their uh-huh. taste is bad. And she yeah, was yeah. like, the Fifth Wave is like fucking amazing. Like it's so good. And then in that same conversation, she told me that one of her favorite movies was Fault in Our Stars. And I was like, ah, okay, I get it. Ooh, okay, I see. Yeah. And then she started going <laughs> off about how John Green is one of the you're, best. You're a civilian. Authors. You're a civilian. I understand. <laughs> yes, I understand. You're 20, <laughs> fucking, you're 20, and you're a girl, and you don't have an opinion yet. That's okay. You're still growing. Um, yeah, but like sometimes, like, I'll, I'll be talking to like a dumb dude who's like 30 <laughs> about film. And like, it's also, that's also bad opinions. Oh, yeah. I like. I was talking to this guy. He's like, "Yeah, I was watching that uh, Get a Job movie. Pretty funny." Me and my girlfriend started watching Get a Job. We couldn't make it. We couldn't do it. <laughs> we got. We literally got twenty minutes in before we took it off. Uh, I might make you watch that later because it's like it's. I'll it, watch like, that. We've watched we watch bad- that with that other Kendrick movie. Which one? Um, the one with Sam Rockwell, uh, Mr. Right. Oh, dude, I would. Oh, yeah. You know what? I think I've seen that. I think no, you actually, haven't. It came out to like fucking a week ago. No, I th- no, I think I saw that. I don't. I don't know. That sounds. That sounds familiar. Why, how would movie. you have seen? Oh, that? you know, what? I saw a different Rockwell <laughs> movie that came out last year uh, with Kira Knightley. That's the one I'm thinking of. 
Yeah. I don't remember what that one's called. But he wasn't a lot of shitty movies recently. Yeah, we could we could do I feel like we've done a Kendrick episode before though. Like I feel like we've done that before, have we not? Yeah, because of the Into the Woods no, I episode. I think we did Pitch Perfect or some shit. Oh yeah, we did. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And you know no, what? I think we actually it wasn't Pitch Perfect, but it was another Kendrick flick. Um yeah. either way. Uh I th- and you know what? I think we might have just shoehorned in Pitch Perfect too at that point. Um Yeah, we did. We did talk about it because we wanted to talk about uh but like i know i know you've never read um you've never read the hunger games book but you know like that 15 minute segment at the end where uh pita and katniss like oh by the way spoilers flash forward uh, yeah yeah they, they flash forward and they you know they've got the kids and like they they, they harp on it for like 15 minutes mm-hmm. literally two pages <laughs> literally two pages i went back and looked mm-hmm. literally two pages you've got them on hand eh God, no, I don't got them on hand. I went into a fucking library because I was so mad. Oh, holy shit. You went to a library. That's even fucking, funnier. I went to the fucking library down the street from my house because I was like, oh, I don't even have a library card. I just go in there sometimes and look at stuff. And, uh, yeah, I looked at that and just to check because I was, I was pretty sure I recalled it being not 15 minutes worth of content. Into the Woods and the Voices. We also That's did Jurassic right. World. That's episode 49. Episode 49, go listen to that one, Kendrick episode. We'll do the top five Kendrick movies again, though, I'm pretty sure. Fuck it. We'll, we'll, re, we'll relist them. Fuck it. They, they'll probably be exact, like, totally different. Maybe. She's been in a lot of movies. <laughs> Yo, I might, I, might, I might amend mine to throw the voices on there. Yeah, you're, you're coming around on the voices? I might be coming around on the voices. It's on Netflix oh, now. You should, if you haven't checked out the voices, it's actually pretty fun. Ryan Reynolds it's doing good, this whole. It's, good. it's like I, I was defending it when we watched him. Yeah, he was. He's doing Deadpool shtick, but he's not wearing a mask or fighting anybody. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Also, he's doing a Shrek voice. Like he does a Shrek voice throughout the movie. It's really good. So, All right, so that's Hunger Games. I'm glad it's over. Yeah, dude, I'm fucking. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Real quick. Real quick, wanna wanna just like uh, just off the dome pop off the top four Hunger Games movie. You know what? I think it might sure. go in reverse One, order. Two, three, four. Yeah, it just might go in like that order. It's just like they get progressively shittier. That is the that's the order I would give. Whoa. Although although I think the fourth one might be a little bit better than the third one because like in the third one, fucking nothing happens. Like it's so infuriating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. At least yeah. there's zombies in this one. Yeah. Why are there I zombies? Remember- Why? Yeah, I don't no, know. Nope, no one's gonna, no one's gonna answer that one for me. Yeah, z- I don't fucking the, know. Z- zombies, zombies in the sewers, baby. And like they just in this movie, they just start killing people off so so nonchalantly. And I feel like there's supposed to be some sort of visceral response from the audience, but like it's at a point where it's like, oh, it's just a zombie movie now, or they're just okay. I don't really care. Oh, the sister's dead. They don't really touch on that, what? but okay. Yeah, I can't like I honestly can't even remember what happens in Mockingjay Part One. Like I couldn't but, tell you. She what makes whole movies in a hole, and then she visits some bombed hospitals and cries and looks at like it's a lot of her just like staring at stuff and like <laughs> with one tear in her eye. Like it's really, it's not really a movie. Like it's insane. Remember that uh, that that blog or Tumblr blog? Uh, Kim Jong Un looks at stuff. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it's it's that. <laughs> like if you thought nothing happened in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One. Oh boy, check oh, out Mocking J Park. Harry Potter and the Deadly Hollows is fucking Citizen Kane compared to <laughs> fucking Hunger Games movie. Yeah, god damn it. Like this is this is shocking. Like it's it's actually uncomfortable how much they didn't give a shit about this. Boy, that movie sure took ten years to get on a video on demand. Yeah, fuck. 
Death anyway. Tom games. I, like I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that I've seen you know what's cool though Fucking is that you see peace, Philip you, see, like, you see Jennifer Lawrence and she's standing next to Natalie Dormer. It's like, hey, I know this is a kids movie, but I've for sure seen both your tits. <laughs> <laughs> so if you got anything out of this podcast, um, see Hail Caesar, but only if you like the Coen Brothers. If not, you might find it a bit too weird. Yeah, you might still um, like it. Yeah, I, 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 we didn't give a lot of spoilers. Like, like I feel like with Harry Potter and Hunger Games, we were just like, "Fuck it, here's what happens at the end." Hell oh, Caesar. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Hail yeah, Caesar's Hell- like that's like. <laughs> you can actually you go know, see that. It's a movie. It's in the cheap theater still. Yeah, absolutely. Go, go fucking check that out. Um, you know how Harry Potter's been out for like ten years, and who gives a fuck about the Hunger Games? So. <laughs> <laughs> if you still give a fuck about the Hunger Games, I don't know if I want to. If I want to interact, you're not the target demographic for this show. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. If you like, fourteen. <laughs> if you watch the first three Hunger Games and you went and you walked out going, "Gee whiz, I can't wait to see the conclusion," you might not want to listen to our show because it's exclusively just us making fun of people like you. <laughs> And people that like, you know, Tree of Life. Next week is going to be a packed episode. It's going to be insane because uh, we're going to be talking about the Netflix original Pee-wee's Big Holiday. I'm really excited to talk about that. We're finishing mm-hmm. off the Harry Potter flicks. And then, oh boy, dude, this is this is something I've been waiting for for like maybe years. We're doing, maybe we're doing, years. We're doing, we're doing an hour on, on Batman versus Superman. I we're guarantee it. Fucking I full guarantee hour. We'll be doing an hour. Cause like I took I took notes during Batman versus Superman and I want to get to all of them. I want I want I want to make sure everything I written I wrote down I, is talked about. Dude, I, I've I've been writing this. Uh, I have the review on Letterboxd, and every time I remember something horrible from it, I go and edit it. So it's like fucking ten pages long. Because <laughs> every time I remember something, I go and edit it again. You know what? Before we do that podcast, I might just go read your ten page review. <laughs> Yeah, check it out. It's mostly about how Doomsday didn't have a giant cock on. But um, <laughs> yeah, talk about that next week. Uh, do you want to do a bit of trailer trash or save it? Oh, you know what? Let's do trailer trash now because we're gonna be doing a full hour on Batman versus Superman. True, true. So, so we're gonna be we're gonna be scarce on time. So, uh, three trailers, three big ones. Uh, Star Wars Rogue One looks pretty cool. I guess. I mean, I'm I'm kind of like you know. The Star Wars a year, I was hesitant when they it was first announced. Now I'm like, okay, it's it's I, it's, it's like expanding the books into movies. It's you know, yeah. As long as as long as they don't like fuck with the lore, which obviously they're not, because this they're is basically this is basically like it. This is something I've I've always noticed about like Star Wars Episode Four is like they start off the movie straight away and it's like oh we've got to we've got to hide these plans that we stole and it's like how the fuck did you get that how the fuck did you get that and this movie is how the fuck they got that okay you know? good um, i've always wanted yeah, to see yeah, that um, um I, the movie looks really good um it's of course it's going to be like you know it's it's going to be fun to watch it's not going to yeah. it's not going to be force awakens but it's going to be fun to watch um, I don't think it's it'll have like to get us to the next one though, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Especially since they pushed the next one back, uh, like, uh, I think it's like eight months or something like that. Um, this one will really, cause it was supposed to be rogue one in December and then episode eight in May. And it, it, as far as I'm concerned, that's too much goddamn star Wars. That's a lot, that's, that's a lot of wars, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Too fucking Just release them in Wars. December. Just make December star Wars month. That's fine. 
Yeah, yeah, like like um, when the Harry Potter movies were coming out, it was like fucking November every year, and then they mm-hmm. changed it to March for like I think is Order of the Phoenix, and I got all fucked up. <laughs> your fucking your internal clock was off. You're like this shouldn't be out yet. Yeah, goddamn Star Wars Rogue One. Uh, you miss it. They showed they showed more um, uh, uh, Death Star stuff, which is yeah. like I'm I'm fine I'm fine with more Death Star stuff, but like after after this one we're done, okay? You can't there can't be any more, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> doing Death Star stuff. This one like, I get it because like it's a prequel, so okay. Yeah, so, so the but Death still, Star, but still, I, come on. Do we got any other story? Hypothetically, the Death Star would 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 exist at the time of Rogue One, so it's fine. But if like that Han Solo prequel movie, if they pass by the Death Star, I'm gonna walk the theater. I'm gonna walk it. I might I might fucking walk. But um, here's the problem with this kind of stuff. It's like if they do any like a, like try and take down the Death Star or try and kill anybody that like you know I was reading a Star Wars book. And in it, they try and kill General Grievous. I know you don't kill General Grievous, so like, yeah, exactly. What Grievous shit? Um, one thing I did want to say though about Rogue One is that like, I'm real glad that the trailer showed off some Ben Mendelsohn, baby. Oh, Mendelsohn! Oh, oh, I love him. The greatest oh. man to ever live. I just oh, watched dude. Mississippi Grind with him and Ryan Reynolds. Fucking watch that movie. It's oh, amazing. Be grind. I'll have to check that out. That's amazing. Oh, I Netflix. love fucking Ben Mendelsohn. But uh, we also saw a lot of Forrest Whitaker. I guess they're trying to uh, live off that. Star power. Felicity Jones, of course, obviously is the main character. Um, Could have uh, did, did the trailer show Mads Mikkelsen like at all? Nope. I don't believe I so. I would have fucking loved to meet, see me some Mads Mikkelsen. Um, I love that man. There's great also cast, great cast, hey. Yeah, there's also still no report on whether or not James Earl Jones. There's a rumor saying James Earl Jones is going to be in this movie as Darth Vader, um, which I think would be really cool. Um, and we actually, you, you kind of saw, you know, at one point of the trailer, you see da- the back of Darth Vader's head, and I don't know if that's like just like a cameo or something, or uh, you know, if they just see him through a window and they're like, oh shit, we got to run from that asshole, you know, like, and then like he opens his mouth and it's a totally wrong sounding dude. It's fucking Adam Driver. Doing, doing his Darth Vader. <laughs> it's Adam Driver in one of those fucking Walmart Darth Vader voice changer masks. Yeah, but apparently Donnie Yen's in it. So. Oh, dude, I love Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen, dude. Fucking the Yip Man. You know what we never not talked about when we talked about um, Force Awakens? Huh. The fucking... Um, the guy from the, guys raid. from the Raid. I yeah, think the, we mentioned it. Do we, we mention it? The guys who were like... So we, we we said that they were in it for like ten seconds. Why don't yeah. do something cool with them? Yeah, well, like like we know they could do good action, but okay, no, they're just eaten by a monster. But right? they're just in it, and like that's still awesome. Like as uh, yeah. as for someone who likes weird film that like most people didn't pick up on, I was loving it. Me and Hyder yeah. in the theater were like, "Holy shit, the guys are in the raid!" Just I bet you, I bet you, like I bet you, like we're one of like five hundred people who noticed that. Oh, more than that, I'm sure. But like. You know, it was like one of those things where you have yeah. to, you know, watch some. Uh, the raid's been movies. like the raid's pretty popular, though. I think. Uh I think yeah, I would say so. It's one of the more popular um, foreign movies. Obviously, old boy, like fucking everybody's oh, yeah. seen that. Pan's Labyrinth is probably the most popular foreign film, like as far as as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. That one's a that one's a biggie. Is it, who is that? Benicio del No, no, is it Del Toro? No, Guillermo Guillermo del Toro. Come on. It's one, it's one of those Del Tarmo brothers. Del Tarmo. 
<laughs> you know what I like about uh, Guillermo del Toro is he has a whole house full of spooky stuff that he writes in. Oh, dude, that's so good. It's like it's like the fucking Malfoy Manor, dude. He's yeah. got the Malfoy Manor. <laughs> but he just uses it to write, and he doesn't live there. <laughs> <laughs> it's classic. Uh, so yeah, Rogue One, like, it's one of the movies I guess I'm kind of excited for. Uh, Fantastic Beasts, uh, we got a new trailer for that as well. Um, my boy Colin Farrell, dude, I, I love the man. Colin Farrell's good. I like Colin. Dude, I, I really like, like I really like him. Oh, do we need I, more of this shit? I, I do agree. Like, I do think that this is probably going to be bad. Um, I would like to I'll believe that it. it won't. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I'd like to believe I don't that like, I'm watching I don't, it. I've turned, I've turned the hair on Redamane. I'm not I'm not into Redamane anymore. Yeah, I'm not that big into Redamane either. But, like, my biggest gripe with it is that they're taking it out of Britain and going to America. And it's like, okay, but, like, don't do that yeah like, don't do that for sure what is this a fucking eddie murphy movie you don't gotta do that you can just have it in britain <laughs> oh man that's a good that's a good crossover god damn the like, prince from coming to america <laughs> like what if they run across him that'd be hilarious dude that, dude, that would be so good but like why is he trying like why like what it's like brooklyn like why are you taking the plot of brooklyn and making it a harry potter movie it's just it's bizarre um Obviously, it's going to be visually entertaining. I hope, um, I hope in Beasts of Fantastic Beasts or whatever, they go. he goes to America, then he goes back to Britain, tries to bang Domino Gleason, comes back to America. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's, that's all I want to see. Donald Gleason as the same character he played, but for some reason is, is fucking 30 now, even though it's like 40 years later. Or 40 years earlier. Yeah. That's all I want. <laughs> yep. Same character. Um, they also mentioned uh, Albus Dumbledore. I don't know if that means Michael Gammon's going to be coming back. I would like that, but I also doubt it. And actually, it kind of would younger, make, right? Yeah, it wouldn't even make... I, I don't even know if they would go with someone younger because they olded the fuck out of Michael Gammon. Like, he was old, but like they made him look real old. And even yeah, like in yeah, Chamber yeah. of Secrets, which takes place... Um, there's scenes that take place 50 years previous. He still looks pretty old. Mm-hmm. You know, he looks older than Michael Gammon looks, you know, like when you see him like walking around and stuff like hanging out with Sasha Baron Cohen and whatnot. You know? <laughs> Dude, it's all, right, yeah. Fucking it's a whole Michael Gammon shtick. Um, so, yeah. <sighs> Here's another one that people are like, people are like, oh, my God, like more more trailers I see of this, the more I'm excited about it. Suicide Squad. I don't I am so confused by this. Looks better than Batman. It looks better than Batman, but, like, here's the thing. is like, every trailer I see, somebody different says the word bad guy. And it's like, <laughs> stop, yeah. stop saying bad guy. It looks like it's it's badly written, for sure. That's that's all I've picked yeah, up. Yeah, it looks like the dialogue's bad. And I'm sure, oh, boy, man, all I ever wanted from the DC Universe was for them to take the complex and interesting character of Harley Quinn and make her not interesting at all. That's all I ever fucking wanted. God yeah. damn, this is fucking garbage. Like, and like, I'm excited to Might see be that a sleeper movie. hit, though. I'm excited to see that movie because I think Jared Leto is gonna be great in yeah, a bad. He's, in a he's bad always movie. good. I don't and like well, him yeah. as a person, but he's always good. <laughs> yeah, in no, movies. Well, that's because he was fucking Thirty Seconds to Mars, and it's unforgivable. But um, yeah, he's a douchebag. Like actually, yeah. <laughs> And, Remember when um, Lauxy spent seven hundred dollars to meet him, and he brushed him off in forty seconds. Yeah, because well, he's, I mean, what would you do if you were Jared Leto? You'd be like, "Fuck you, dude! I am Academy Award winner and play the Joker, and I have a a shitty 
pop band or whatever the hell that is. Um, I've never heard a third yeah. seconds to Mars song. Uh, Will Smith. Will Smith is gonna be in this, but like, uh, we'll Dude, talk I bet more. Will Smith's gonna be awesome though. Yeah, he's gonna be. He's gonna be good, obviously, because he's always good. But like, it's just Lizard like Man looks like shit. Lizard Man looks like shit. Pyro looks like shit. Like, and like, there's like in the trailer, it's like there's a scene where they're at the bar ordering drinks, and it's like, oh, they're those kind of guys, and it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't need constant reminders that you're not Batman. Like, honestly, I don't need that. I can see it. I like. I look at it. I see the Joker, and I'm like, "Oh, okay. So, okay, they're all bad guys. Okay, I don't need any more. I don't need any Please more don't information." Don't say it out loud. Don't say it out loud. <laughs> yeah, don't, say it out, don't say it out loud. Don't say it out loud a hundred times. Don't make it your 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 team motto. I might. You know what? Get I might, it. When I go see that, all in prison. I might. I might fucking take a flask and just take a shot every time they say bad guys. Oh, see man, how fucked die. up I get. Yeah, I might die. <laughs> But like, God damn! We should like, do when that comes to D, like uh, DVD or whatever. We should, we should do a commentary on it, and like drink every time they every say time, bad guys. Every time they say <laughs> bad guys. Yeah. yeah. God damn! That would be. That would, yeah. In fact, you know what? Uh, Warner Brothers, I Disney has failed to get in t- contact with us several times. So now we're passing. Yeah, we we'll work for you, motherfuckers. Yeah. Say, um, pass us, pass us a copy. You really, because you really need it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, do you ever need it, dude? Uh, fuck, dude. Like, I feel like WB is like at hey, all, like on the Zach brink of hiring Snyder. us. Fire yeah. Zack Snyder. I got you. Because you know right what? Here. Zack Snyder claims to have gone to film school, and I do not believe him. <laughs> I don't think that. Well, we don't want to get too much into this. Uh, we'll talk about oh, it absolutely. on the talk next episode. Next well, one more thing I wanted to talk about. Um, we got. Uh, uh, an exclusive clip last night at the MTV Movie Awards of Captain America's Civil War. And mm-hmm. they showed just like a, like a fight scene. It was like a minute-long fight scene. Obviously, they cut it down. This looks fan-made. Like, I don't know what happened here, but this looks like something some film, like some film school kids did over the weekend, you know, and then threw on YouTube and was like, oh, yeah, this is us practicing how, how to edit, you know, action sequences. <laughs> like, Yeah, I don't know what Marvel's doing. But uh, mass I, appeal too big to fail, I guess. Well, I think I think we talked about this. We talked about this earlier because, like, obviously they can't have like like billion dollar budgets for these movies. But because of the way they built this series, they have to have like twenty to twenty five very big name actors in every movie. So they have to pay all those people. And you and I called this from the beginning that eventually they're just going to have too many people to pay. They're not going to be able to put any money into their special effects and it's going to start to look like shit. That's what we got here. Yeah. Uh, I've also been told that oh. Spider, I've also been told Spider-Man's face is uh, not CG. Um, I guess that's actually a thing, that a thing that he wears. Uh, yeah. Let me get to that. Uh, the person who told me this, I am going to assume is a liar because if that's an actual <laughs> that's, mask, hey, it's sh- CG. Yeah, definitely fucking CG, dude. Oh my god, Civil War is gonna be bad. Like, like it's, it's not gonna be worse than Batman versus Superman. I, though. I don't That's know. Funny. I don't know because we talked about this a few weeks ago before Batman versus Superman dropped. We were like, um, uh, Batman versus Superman could be good, but Civil War will definitely not be good. Okay. And I, I still feel that way. Like I still feel that way. Obviously not about Batman anymore because I've seen it. We'll talk more about that next week. Uh, but now, now I'm gonna move that hope over to uh, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Like that's really the only blockbuster hope that we have this year. 
Um, maybe the Jungle Book. That could be good. Uh, it's getting pretty good early reviews. But like, well, we also they um uh showed they showed a bunch of like Marvel's friends and shit like. They had one of those premieres where a bunch of people got to see the movie early and then they were like, oh yeah, and you can talk about it on social media. That's totally um, fine. Just don't get spoilers. That's what you were and like, they, about. Yeah, you and they did this with... I don't know what the fuck he's talking oh, about. Oh, when I, when, I, when I messaged you the other day, yeah. But like they did the same thing with Batman vs. Superman and like all of Zack Snyder's mm-hmm. friends like on Twitter were like, oh, best Batman movie ever. It's so yeah, good. It's one of those things where like if you don't say it's good, you're not getting invited back. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's it's not even the movie you're excited about. It's the fact that you got to be there, honestly. And yeah. like you got to see the movie before other people and you feel exclusive and because you saw the movie before people and you won this big exclusive package, you don't want to act like your experience was not well worth it. Like if I yeah, if I got fucking invited if like WB called me up and was like, Oh yeah, come on, come check out Suicide Squad early review, you know, like you, check it out. We want the punch nerds down there. You guys can do a show. Yeah, you guys can do a fucking show. I would come out of that movie being like, That was awesome, you know, just because I'm excited. Fucking Will Smith's there and he's Will Smith's like, What'd you think about the movie? And I'm like, Ah, it's great. Ah, you know? Dude, I would jerk Will Smith off. I wouldn't care. I fucking love him, man. <laughs> Dude, of course, of course, right there in the theater under the jacket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, check out check out next week's podcast because we're gonna go into a lot more detail about pretty much everything that we're talking about right, right now. Uh, we're gonna rant for for about an hour about Batman versus Superman. We might sound tired too because we're gonna record it directly after this podcast. Yep. Uh, head on over to punchnerds.com. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, and uh, follow me on Twitter at Last Cool Dude. I'm, uh, what is it? Dwight's Cousin Moe's? Is that my thing right now? No, it's Charlie the Movie. Oh, uh, Charlie. Follow me at Charlie the Movie. The name is Dwight's Cousin Moe's, so. Yes. I change, uh, I change everything to reflect Dwight's Cousin Moe's. That's the show.